The Miller Times podcast com- contains spoilers and excessive language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. I'm Vic Miller. And I'm Corey Miller. And thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Miller Times and our thoughts on this week in TV. We do want to warn you, there will be spoilers, so be sure to catch up on this week's episode before listening. On today's show, we're going to talk Gotham, Scream Queens, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., along with American Horror Story and Empire. So let's get started. I'd like to take a moment and thank all of our listeners that are following us on this episode from our Showdown podcast feed. Just letting you guys know that we will be creating a separate feed for Miller Times podcast. Um, But we do thank you for joining us here and hope that you follow us over. And if you aren't listening to us on the Showdown podcast, the award-winning Showdown podcast, you should step over to our Showdown podcast. It's all about movies and uh, we do reviews and challenges. Um, So make sure to give us a thumbs up, a like, and follow Follow us, subscribe to our uh, YouTube page, and uh, we'll hopefully see you guys there. Um, But on this podcast, Corey and I will be talking about all the goodness that is network and primetime television, and we're going to start this week off with Gotham. Yeah, um, this is one one of the two in today's episode that I was really looking forward to, Um, and we'll talk about the one I was really most looking forward to later, but Gotham. Gotham ended on on a real high note. Yes. For me, as far as oh shit, what's going to happen? Right, you know, and the, like uh, even more so when when they ended that that episode, there were so many like questions as to who they're going to introduce as characters um, that are coming from the Bat- Batman pantheon of villains because they didn't really give you a good look at all of them. They just kind of gave you like a a little like you see a hand or a foot or a back or something. So there were some interesting things that could have been done with it, and I actually really like who they did pull into it. Um, so I know that at least one of them was the man bat, which was kind of cool. So, and he's an actual oh, regular is that, character. Is that who that is? Yeah. Yeah. I that's had man no idea. Bat. Yeah. That's man bat. Um, and he's an actual character in the Batman thing. Like I, the, the dude with the spikes, like I was like, are they going for a killer croc thing or, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, I wasn't know sure what they there. were going with with that, but that's kind of, I mean, he was more Godzilla than killer croc to me with the spikes coming out of his back. But yeah. you know, it, it was kind of one of those things like they could be going in that route. And I think that's kind of, and because they're because they're back so much um i think it makes it a little weird that it can't be killer croc right because it's it's so far back in the in the in the past or before killer croc but i think it could be like the genesis of killer croc kind of like the genesis of joker they were playing around with right um so it's it's an interesting pull I'm I'm curious what they're where they're going with the whole emo Bruce. <laughs> I mean, so here's here's my thoughts on this whole thing. Is with there the emo anything? Bruce. In, is I don't. I'm not familiar with DC as much as I am Marvel. And I I'm in the same boat, but I do know a good amount about some things to deal with Batman. Um, I don't remember there being a clone of Bruce Wayne, but I think that what it'll come down to is like there's going to be something where. They were planning on replacing Bruce Wayne because the owl, um, the the Court of Owls, which is the 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 organization that he's that's behind all the craziness. Right. I have a feeling that they had plans on like cloning Bruce, and that's who that is, and they were going to use him to control Wayne Industries because they were going to they remember they were killing off Bruce. Uh-huh. Good. So good call. in my mind, I'm thinking they were planning on having Bruce was going to be killed off by uh, Azrael. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to turn around and replace him with this other one. With this other one, before anyone noticed he was gone. But now, as far as the writing goes, you can't go that no, route. Not at so all. where you go from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it could be. They could still kidnap Bruce and, and you know, flip the script on him. I don't know. I, th- I think I think they that, that whole thing is done. I think that whole storyline is done. Yeah. I mean, you've killed Azrael twice now. Well, I'm not talking about Azrael. I'm talking about the court. Well, I know. They're going to try to get rid of him. I mean, they sent Talon after him, which I don't know if you know who that is, but um, the guy that they, the, the assassin they sent after him, the Court of Owls, yeah. is basically... All right, so here's some history on the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls is created as the heads of all of the big um, families in Gotham that created Gotham. They were like the families that signed the charter to make Gotham a place, Mm -hmm. like in the 1600s or something like that. And they created the Court of Owls, which was like the head of each of those families was a secret organization like the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. who watched over and controlled everything that happened in Gotham. And over the years, they became like this super secret like society that nobody knew still existed. Like the skulls. And they were controlling a lot of Gotham, and then they ended up getting weaseling their way into into uh, Wayne Corp. Uh, wait, not Wayne Corp. Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, Wayne Enterprises. Um, and they slowly, and in this storyline, they took control of Wayne Enterprises from the inside and started causing all these problems. Um, and and eventually, and this is what I thought, like when I first saw the Talons, they're like the assassins for the Court of Owls. And if you notice, he has like the mask on and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought that he would, that the Talons were kind of the, the genesis of Batman. Like he saw them and was like, oh, hey, that's, that's what cool. I need to do. I'm going to rip that off. And I think that maybe what they're going to go with, but that's, that's who that guy is. He's a Talon, which is an assassin for the Court of Owls. And they're usually like brainwashed zombie dudes that are like super powerful yeah. and, and almost unkillable because... It's just a weird thing, but if they th- see how far they go with it. What do you think about Fish Mooney coming back? You know, everybody hates her. I don't dislike her character at all. I kind of like her character. I, I she's kind of like the Catwoman of of like of 1966 Batman. Mm-hmm. Like she's that character to me. Like she's she's what Catwoman would be if the, before there was a Catwoman. Like you know, like that's that's kind of her character. And I kind of like that they gave her an, a power an ability other than just being. You know the Maroni of the of the of the time. Yeah, I've never understood why why her character gets so much hate. I mean, she is what she is. Oh, what? Just because she's not in in the mythology, yeah. we're gonna hate on it. I swear. You know how many things have been created outside of mythology? Everybody loves Harley Quinn. She wasn't in the original mythology. Yeah. I, the mythos of, of that's uh, that's the problem. Batman. I'm sorry if this upsets you as a comic book fan. I'm sorry, but <laughs> get over it. Things happen. Things change. Things get rearranged. Get over it. That's that's the thing with comic books yeah. is you've got so many different um, universes. You know, there's there's the zombie X Men. There's non zombie mm-hmm. X Men. You're okay with that, but if somebody diverts just a little bit, throws in a new character you never heard of before, you throw your you just throw your hands up in the air and say this is all bullshit. <laughs> you know what? Get over it. So here's and this is the thing, like with her, especially since again, it's going back in time, and it's a time before the actual Batman villains were around. Yeah. So there's nothing to say that she wasn't a character. Exactly. And if you really think about it, she. If you look at her, you can see how Catwoman, how Selena Kyle gains her a lot of her attitude, confidence, and what she does mm-hmm. when she becomes Catwoman. Yeah. Is a lot modeled behind Fish. Moody. Yeah, well, is behind Fish Mooney. Like uh, the way that she acts and the way she thinks mm-hmm. is a lot like Fish Mooney, and she's becoming like a little mini fish. Yeah, and that's that's good. Like her character is great. I love that little character. Yeah, I, I just, I just, it, it annoys me to all hell. And <laughs> now, now you got me all. Riled I got up. you all riled up. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, but anyhow, uh, what else? What else happened on the show? Um, you had uh, so you you have oh you have Jim Gordon like vigilante Jim Gordon has lost. Well, no bounty hunter Jim Gordon. B- oh, he's yeah, bounty the hunter. bounty hunter now. Yeah, he's chasing down all the uh, 
what the hell are they? The mutants They're, in yeah. Inhuman? That yeah. we, no, no, well, that's no, Marvel. Just, um, uh, let's go with uh, whatever the hell they are. He's chasing them down. Um, operated on the people. enhanced crazy people yeah okay um, we'll go with he's that. going after all of them and he is basically getting paid by the head so everyone he brings in he's getting money so he's just like a full-fledged bounty hunter he's yeah he's gone he's gone gotten out of the the gcpd and at the same time he's working for the cops too well yeah because they're paying him yeah. <laughs> he's on their payroll yeah. still <laughs> yeah so so but it's funny because he's he's still hanging out there like he's just like like after he's done he's just hanging out around the place and nobody yeah. cares like nobody even thinks about it yeah, and of course sure. bullock is just sitting there and that's another thing like bullock is a great character he's a dick in the comic books he's oh, he's, he's actually like in a the comics. crooked yeah oh yeah, yeah i had no idea he is a crooked like just ass in the comic books like he's just a huge and even in the like cartoons and stuff like that he's a he's just a crooked cop uh-huh. in this they've given him a redemption story because he's a much better character he was still crooked yeah but he's a he's a anti-hero crooked cop well i think david Logue is is easy to uh to like Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anything I didn't like him in. I, I and and let me let me preface. Not that I didn't like, didn't that I could, couldn't like him in. I should say. Yeah. Because there's been some pretty crappy. I was going to say, what about Sons of Anarchy? Did you yeah, see that? he's been some pretty crappy characters, but he's still likable. The way he plays the characters, you really enjoy his his portrayal of whatever character he plays. Yeah. So, I mean. Um, one of the other characters, uh, the, the Selena Kyle, we, we yeah, briefly so. mentioned her, she, you know, she, and she's, she's siding with kitten. fish. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wonder though, with this one, it seemed like maybe she was, uh, betraying, uh, fish a little bit. I think she was getting played by fish. Honestly, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think knowing that she's feeding information to other people for money and she doesn't care because she's letting her get hers. Yeah. I think that's where it kind of came with, because if you notice fish wasn't surprised when Gordon showed up. Yeah. And she kind of only talked to, to Selena was the only other person in the room when they were all talking about it. That's true. And you know, none of the adults are ever going to fucking trade on, uh, on, on fish. Yeah. Cause they're all scared of her. Yeah. So Selena had to be the only one doing it. And I think she fed that. She kind of hand fed that to her in order to get, get what she wanted out of it. But I also like, and then they have like this whole another storyline going on where you have, uh, you have, uh, poison Ivy or yeah. Ivy, Ivy, um, future poison Ivy. You have uh, future Catwoman. you have future Batman, um, as, as kids and the relationships at the end, but what kind of upset me was that she never noticed that 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 emo Bruce Wayne, um, emo B Dubs was hiding around that corner every time she was up there, and she's usually like one hundred percent aware of everything around. Yeah, you know, especially and she walked well, up and handed him the cash too, like she didn't notice. Yeah, at all. well, I, I, you can attribute that to it being a dark alley, and she probably yeah. just didn't see his face because he. I don't think he actually looked up until after she was passed. Maybe. Um, as far as on the roof, though, you would think that she might hear him yeah. because she's she's cat. She's got cat yeah. senses. Yeah, she's always like aware of what's going on. Like even when even when like Bruce sneaks up on her, she's like, "Yeah, I knew you were there," and it it just it's just weird that she's like oblivious of him being there. Um, what's with the dude that uh, she sent after um, Bruce with a mask? That ended up getting in the fight with. Uh... Yeah, that's Talon. That's the assassin. Okay, Talon. that's Talon. Yeah, that's oh, okay, Talon. okay, okay. Yeah, good. he's the he's the uh, the the court of owls assassin. Okay, got that you. chick with the owl mask on that was in control of uh, Indian Hills. Yes. She sent him, and okay. that's that's one of her assassins. And you. there's there's like hundreds of them, and they're like zombie. The mask was weird the, the mask was very Batman and Robin ish. I I thought it was very um was it uh Hornet. 
like Cato. He looked like oh, Cato. Oh, but yeah, I see that too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it, and it was, and that's that's again like that 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 mask is kind of like I think that's a precursor to the cowl. I think Bruce is going to see that, and it's yeah. always going to be kind of etched in there. <laughs> you know, there's one thing that I I don't understand too. I, not only does the Fish Mooney character get a lot of hatred, but the show in itself, I think, gets a lot of hatred too. Yeah. Well, because people are looking for a Batman story, and it's not. It, it's it's about Commissioner Gordon. It's it's his origin story. Yeah, and, and like I, and people need to if they if they remember that and stop trying and stop waiting to see Batman. Yeah, and realize that it's about Gordon's origin story. He's they're like gonna they'll 14. be better off. He's not gonna be Batman. Yeah. get over it. But he's getting. I mean, you're Put you're your seeing you're else. seeing the things that turn him into Batman. Yeah. Like they 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 put enough in there that you see what's gonna eventually turn him into Batman. Right. Happening like right before your eyes, so you get to see all those things you never got to see before. There was just Batman, yeah. And people are like, "Oh, this is about like just get over it, watch it for what it is. Yes. It's a story for Forget him. all that. Just erase your mind. Yeah. Just go with Let the flow. Let it go. Uh, from there, um, on Tuesdays uh, we don't watch anything else on Mondays except for wrestling for me. Um, <laughs> uh, but on Tuesday nights we're gonna go and daily order here. So bear with us. Uh, Scream Queens is one. It's a show that I watch. Uh, do you watch it? I actually didn't until you said I'm going to watch Scream Queens. So I figured I'd watch it to know what the hell was going on. Okay. <laughs> so were you totally out of the dark since you didn't see season one? I saw. I, I actually watched a couple episodes of season one with my daughter. Uh-huh. So I know what it was. I, okay. I kind of understood the premise behind it. I get it. Um, so it wasn't that much of a surprise to me and it's just, it's this weird thing. Cause I kind of look at it like it's a strange comical version of American horror it is. story. <laughs> it is. And, uh, that's, that's, what's great about it. Um, the whole first season was basically, um, if you take scream, it's kind of a modernized scream, but with a lot of horror, tr- uh, I mean, with the horror tropes in it, along with comedy. Right. I mean, um, that's something that American horror story doesn't, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but with this one, uh, the season two, see, I watched the whole first season. I right. thought it was great. You know, um, I'm Ryan Murphy. I, I liked, I liked Nip Tuck. Uh, kinda, I got, Ryan Murphy's behind uh, the I got, singing one too, right? Yeah, I got bored with Glee. Glee, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, it was like, come on, this is ridiculous. And then, uh, and then, then there's American Horror Story, not this. Uh, but with this one. It's basically uh, oh, several Oh, why did I months. catch that? I never caught that. That's all him. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes so much more sense now. <laughs> oh, and and on a side note, he's also from Indiana. I right. think he's I from Indianapolis. I, I didn't know that. Uh, but anyhow, um, with Scream Queens though this year, this season, it follows up. It doesn't say how many months, but or or even how long it's. Well, been. I think at some point they talk about the trial of yeah. the girl, so it had to have been at least a several months. Yeah, the girls were on trial, and then they were found out that um, it was Leah Michelle who was originally in Glee. She was the murderer. Right. She was behind it all this, the previous season. And so she gets arrested. And then the other three girls, the other uh, Chanel's, they are uh, free to go. But, of course, they can't get, get jobs. Get lives back. Yeah, they, they're, they're <laughs> Their all former sh- glory is gone. <laughs> they're sharing an apartment uh, somewhere. And so, uh, but then Jamie Lee Curtis's character, who was originally the dean of the schools in the first season, she is now doing... Uh, uh, she's now a speaker. She's released a book yeah. on, on everything that's happened, which is hilarious to go from a dean to this. Uh, but now she she's got bought a hospital. On, she got her honorary doctorate <laughs> that she got from when they took uh, Bill Cosby's away. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So, so, uh, so now she's bought this hospital, and I'm not. It hasn't been revealed yet why she bought a hospital. Well, it's I'm, a nonprofit. 
I think it's a nonprofit hospital, so she can do whatever she wants. With yeah, it. it's, but but this hospital has a backstory where, um, um, what the dude from from free, no, the dude from Stand by Me, and uh, I oh. forgot his name now. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, the ch- the chubby kid from Stand by Me, he's now grown up. You've seen him before. Um, he's actually uh, a doctor and. And in the backstory, he ends up killing this guy and throwing him in the swamp that's right on the property. No, he doesn't of the kill hospital. him. He drugs him. Well, he drugs well, him, yeah. But he drugs him, and because he's supposed to do an operation, he doesn't like, want to do because he, he wants to go to the party. He wants to go to a, a so Halloween party. So he drugs him and throws him in the lake. No, that's or, not a lake. That's the, a the swamp. swamp. Yeah, he throws him in the swamp. Which is hilarious <laughs> that there's a swamp right on the property of a hospital. I mean, how does that happen? Um, <laughs> So so anyhow, that's I. Th- my theory on that is the the mom in that story um, could be Taylor Lautner's mom. In this episode, we see Taylor Lautner later on in the episode. Oh yeah, because it was a mixed family and she was pregnant. Yes. Ah, oh, that would make a good time frame jump. Which is funny um, because the first patient that they that they that they talked to, he and John Stamos, who are both doctors in this. Uh, it's a girl who has werewolfism, and yeah. as everybody knows, Taylor Lautner was a werewolf in Twilight. Right? Ha ha! Funny. Yeah. As, as I said, there's. Jo- I mean, the the show has jokes like that throughout. And if you're knowledgeable of of other uh, horror movies and horror th- horror tropes and and whatnot, you get these little jokes. Other people may not get it. Yeah, it's so weird, and and it's it's weird to me the way that they do it, mainly because. Uh, and like a lot of they, they do a lot of inside jokes that for me being like really the first time actually watching watching the episode besides just kind of paying attention to what was going on in last mm-hmm. season. Um, like some of the jokes you're like so just flat out in your face. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense for what they're doing. And so it's 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 actually kind of funny the way they do it. The werewolf girl I had no idea. I didn't realize was Cicely. Uh, uh, is it Cicely Tyson? No, it's not Cicely Tyson. Uh, Strong. Cicely, Cicely Strong from Saturday Night Live. Mm, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize it was her until they put the wig on. I was like, "Oh crap!" And my, and my wife said, uh, "I said that my wife. that was yeah." Thank you. She was like, "I said that a while back." I was like, "Oh, I didn't hear you." <laughs> and I didn't realize, especially after they shaved her head bald, I still did not realize that that was her. Um, but I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, she lured in uh, the one girl. Also from the first season to to be a med student as yeah. well. Um, that was before she lured the three Chanel's in because they needed jobs. She's got some kind of ulterior plan uh, with. That. I think I think it's some kind of a payback scheme to like get back at them because she hated them in the first. In the first oh yeah, show, most likely. So there's definitely no way she's like she's good with them now. I especially just don't see it. especially when she's got Kirstie. She's telling Kirstie Alley, you know, to 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 ramp up the the evilness. Right. So which Kirstie Alley being evil to me is is funny in itself. Um, I love seeing some of the cameos that they get on the on this show. Uh, we didn't have too many in this one. No, but I mean the the just you've got you've got uh, Uncle Jesse. You got Uncle Jesse. You, <laughs> you got, got Taylor Lautner is going to obviously draw ninety percent of the teeny yeah. boppers in because you ain't seen him in forever except for like those the 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 uh, chick flicks that came out and the Island Time and all that stuff. Uh, there was something you haven't else. seen a lot of him. Yeah, and he had a really bad action movie that came out. <laughs> Oh, that one where you he, on he was on the road. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. that one too. Um, <laughs> we talk shit about it, but we've seen the damn shows and movies, so obviously he's doing it. Hey, if right. we hadn't seen it, we can't talk shit about it. Right. <laughs> um, John Stamos, I got to say, you knew it was coming. 
But when he stuck his hand in that garbage disposal and the, and the power came on, that was a bloody mess. Right. <laughs> and I, and sorry, but I love that. Um, but, and and, and it's, it's the, one of the most tropey things ever. Like, oh, he's in the kitchen. His hand's going in the disposal. Yeah. <laughs> we know it's It's happening. funny, though, too, the, the, the attitude that he was playing throughout that whole game. It was just like, oh, I don't, I'm so sad. I don't want to be here. And it's just so over the top without being over the top. And then he kept slamming that hand in everything. Like, he kept giving them all jump yeah. scares because slamming the hand in everything, which is going to be that hand is going to be. It's possessed. It's possessed. <laughs> it's, yeah, that hand came from some serial killer, and it's going to, with the way this show goes, the over the topness, that's where it's going to go. I'm you just, already know. I'm just really glad they didn't make it like a black hand because then they would have been like, oh, we have found this body and gave it a translation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't go there. I mean, with the way the show is, oh, if you, there, was a, there was a little scene at the very beginning. I think he was washing his hands, and you see the scar, and he kind of looks at it real quick, and then they kind of move on so i was like okay there that was our that was a yeah. setup right there for what's to come with this hand you I, know there was a movie it. where they did that wasn't there where the guy got like some serial killer's arm or something like that um, i know there's a movie like that next time we next time we the next episode i'm gonna find that movie i know it's out there yeah um they did I, the I know eye, what you're and about. i think they did the like it was a hand or an arm or something but i know that i know it was there <laughs> yeah um another show that's on on tuesday nights that I end up having to wait to watch later because I'm watching Scream Queens because they're on at the same time is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I'm so happy with that episode, this show, this season. I tell you what, this this show was the show I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. When I saw last week, I saw uh, the promo during during one of the football games that uh, Ghost, Rider. Ghost Rider is going to be there. I was like, whoa. This is, Ghost Rider is the biggest mainstay character that they've had on the show. They've never done a big name yeah. single title character on the show. Other characters have been in it and they've they've done cameo stuff, but they've never actually had a standalone character on the show and he is a great character. And the fact that they it was me. <laughs> the fact that they used uh, they didn't use Johnny Blaze was another really good um, okay. really good uh pitch too. Okay, so let me let me let me uh question this. Okay. Uh I like. I've seen the Ghost Rider movies with Nick right. Cage. Um, I personally, I'm a Nick Cage fan because this over the topness yes. and the silliness that he can get to. Um, Ghost Rider itself, I don't know enough about the background. Okay, um, you said they I, didn't I use a Johnny Blaze character, <laughs> so apparently there is more than one Ghost yes, Rider. There, there's actually a lot of different Ghost Riders and different incarnations created by different demons um, and and arch demons from hell create these ghost riders there's actually there's like there's a whole ghost rider squad that's created to try to kill johnny blaze ghost rider and they they just it's it's crazy but johnny this, blaze being johnny the blaze being the nick cage, cage version of, of ghost rider now an interesting fact is that john johnny blaze ghost rider actually comes at, comes after the robbie uh, robbie reyes Ghost Rider. Okay, so so is Robbie Reyes. Robbie do, Reyes is an f- actual Ghost Rider in in comic books right now. Right, but is he is, is that the name of this one? Yes. And, and mm-hmm. just, did he exact ever name. say his name? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. must have missed that. Well, when she goes and tracks him down, right? She they they tell her they they tell her she she finds out who he is. Um, but this particular incarnation of of Ghost Rider is, I mean, and, and I was kind of upset when I first saw it. I was like, oh, they're not using the actual Ghost Rider. He's driving the car instead of the motorcycle. But I was like, eh. 
after I thought about it, I actually realized it's actually a much better way to do it. See, that, and that was my response. Yeah. That was my reaction. I'm like, oh, man. Because he's not going to have that that uh, motorcycle. I'm like, but again, I didn't realize yeah. that there was more than one. Yeah. Um, so and there's a lot of people who may not. So, okay. So here's what I'll do. I'll give you the backstory and how uh, the whole, um, and I'm, this may be a spoiler. I don't know if this is where they're going to go in the hey, story. They're going to stick to it. But this is the, the, the background for those of you who don't know a lot about the lore of Marvel characters. I have a very strong knowledge of comic books. I'm a big comic book geek. This particular Ghost Rider is from the Marvel Now um, Universe Earth uh, 616 or uh, 161. But he, this character is lives in Los Angeles. Um, in the comic books, he's a teenager. And this one, it seems like he's uh, in his 20s. Yeah. Um, but his character character is um he's he lives with his with his little brother who's um who's uh, disabled um and this happened because his mom fell down quote unquote some stairs when she was pregnant with her brother and that's what caused his disability what happened was his uncle pushed his mother down the stairs and caused that to happen his uncle is a satanic serial killer who ends up getting killed and possesses that car so it's like christine all right. So he ends up becoming the owner of that car and gets into a street race to try to get money to get his family out of the, out of the barrio. Basically, right. he wants to move into a better area. So in order to do that, he tries to street race to do it. He gets a hold of this car. He drives off in the car in the street race and ends up getting chased and subsequently killed by some mobsters who had drugs hidden in the back of that car that they never got out of it before he got a hold of it. All right. So they end up killing him. They throw him in the car. They try to burn the body to get rid of the evidence. The spirit in the car possesses him and keeps him from dying. He becomes Ghost Rider because the car is possessed by the demon of his uncle, which he doesn't know is his uncle. It's a really tough story, but it's good. So anyway, the uncle makes a deal with him. The uncle ends up possessing him, and that's where I told you Johnny Cage, uh, not Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage, Nick Cage, Johnny Blaze comes in and ends up um, using his uh, penance stare on him and gets the the evil uncle under control mm-hmm. so that he can take over. But if you notice in the story, he talks about the fact that he can't control yeah. the the rider. And, right. and it's and it's really leading like they're they're following this story pretty close to me and mm. in my in my understanding of how it works they're following pretty close because he can't control the writer yet so eventually I'm hoping that they they I don't think they'll bring Johnny Johnny Blaze into it but I think something's gonna happen to where he gets control of him but the story is very very straightforward to what they have in the comic book which yeah. is really it's really impressive because usually they go really far left to try to keep it from that but this one seems like they're really staying in that because he becomes like he's a he's like a hero to the people in L A. Like he takes care of all the bad guys right. on the street. Now, what's weirding me out is I I don't know a whole lot about whatever's in that box. There's what's not, in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? Whatever's in that box is fucking people up, <laughs> straight up. And here's here's my thing though. If if the people of the of the the streets and the neighborhoods, they they like what he's doing. Why is she going after him? Because he's a murderer. In her eye, he's he's a vigilante. And a vigilante, which technically so is she. Yeah. In my in my thing. But she saw... I don't know if she's actually going after him so much as just wanting to know what the hell he is. Because, like, you see a, a flaming skull-headed person running around killing bad guys. Because like, she was well, doing kind f- of the same thing. But be, she's, I'm out of here. She's been trying... She's vigilante to the point of, I'm going to stop you from committing crime. His, he's vigilante of, I'm going to kill you for committing crime. And I think that's where the divide is, and that's yeah. why she's going after him, because she wants to stop him from killing people yeah. and let them get caught and, and 
process like she's been doing. But if you notice, she's gone back to her her old days of driving around in the van with the hula with the yeah. hula guy, the hula girl, and and just kind of doing. Well, she's her, trying to stay off the grid. She's for not the a most part. she's not a cyber terrorist anymore. Now she's just a vigilante. Yeah. Well, she's she's trying to stay off of Shields. Yeah. Radar. Well, because they, they still now. This is one thing I was kind of confused about. Did they end last season with her a fugitive or? No, I think. See, they ended it with they were watching her, right? But they didn't really do anything. But I, is that only because Coulson was in control of Shield at the time, or is that because she they're not looking at her as a threat? I I think they're just, I think they were just keeping an eye on her. Okay. Just to make sure. Which, and then, yeah, we actually should go back and talk about the other people. The oh, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, who, obviously, Coulson is no longer director. Yeah, he's just Agent Coulson. Yes, now he's again. just Agent Coulson, which I'm, I, I like. Not even Special Agent Coulson, just Agent Coulson. Yeah. He's just like, fuck it, I'm going to, yeah, demote me. Um, <laughs> who do you think the director is? Uh, I have no idea. I've got it. I've got an idea. Do you? Yep. Who? I think it's uh, Fury. Spoiler alert! What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You think? Yeah. He trusts him too much to really put him through that, though. And and Who? think about what Who's he's he? doing. Coulson. Because think about this. So he's he's got Gemma is now his like second in command, and she's yeah. like his advisor to technical whatever and ever. Because I can't remember what she said it was. Um, Fitz is is still working with her. Mm-hmm. So Mac is with Coulson, Coulson in the air in the super bus, yeah. flying around for six months. Which this is how it was six months since all this went down. They've been flying around for six months, just finding other Inhumans. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're doing that. May is stuck in is is stuck in the actual training center training agents. Yeah, I know. I think I think that if it was Fury, he has more confidence in May and Coulson to just like be like, yeah, you guys. But see, here's you're the all thing. demoted. But ha- <laughs> because I think because he knows what kind of of agent May is and how she's able to um, that she's got the she's got the ability to train people. Uh, to her level, I think that's why he's doing that. Um, I think there's just too much mistrust. Like, like, okay, who else, so Gemma, who Gemma, else could it be though? But Gemma has to report in and do a lie detector every day with him yeah. to make sure that there's nothing being hidden from him. Uh-huh. That doesn't that doesn't smell of of. of but think about how it fury. went down. You he in in uh, Not, Captain America two. Yeah, yeah, in Captain America two, he basically. "Quote unquote," died. Yeah, went off the grid. Yeah, he did what what Daisy's so, doing because of of people he couldn't trust. But by the end of that, he was still doing the same thing. He hadn't come back. But also remember, at the end of last season, the government had found out about that base and had taken over Shield. They don't trust Fury at all. Nobody in the government wants Fury to do have anything to do with anything after what happened in in uh, in, uh, in uh, Captain America two. So it's one of the government stooges. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the general. If not, it's one of those government stooges. If not Fury, then uh, the one chick that was just below him from uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. What's her name? Um, why is her name not coming to me now? It's a bird. I can't remember what her name is now. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, her. It's one of those two. I could possibly it's see not it being her be some, because they're keeping and they haven't shown her either. Not not for a while, no. I mean, it was probably two seasons ago, maybe. That, oh, what if it's the, the one that went and worked for for Stark? Yeah, that's, Hill. Hill. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Hill. Hill. You're thinking of Hill. Yeah. I was thinking of Mockingbird. Oh, uh, no, it wouldn't be her. 
Yeah, could be. But no, because she's done. Yeah, they say that until they say, hey, we want you to be the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. So things are done correctly. She's a by-the-book person. Very true. But and I, she's willing to, to torture her own people to follow and to follow instructions, as Gemma learned. Well, I, 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 think, it's, I think Maria Hill. That's her first name. Uh, I think it's either her or Nick Fury, because I, I don't think... I don't think it could be... I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on the Hill thing. I'm with you on the Hill thing. I don't, I don't, think, it's, I don't think it's going to be somebody we've never seen before, only because they're keeping it so quiet. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Let's, that'll be the big, the big push for next week. But... Um, I didn't see the previews for next week, so... Um, I, you know, there's nothing. They didn't me. show anything. There's, I think they're they're keeping a secret. See, I watch it all on Hulu, and most of the time they don't show. Yeah, it. yeah, they kick that out. But yeah, so yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting push to see what happens, and and the Ghost Rider thing is is going to get really good. I think really. I hope really so. Good. I hope so. And a lot of people, I think, I don't think a lot of people uh, that like Mar- the Marvel movies, I don't think that they're really hip to the show. It's because they they have a very they have a very strong and definite separation of church and state when it comes to the TV universe versus the, so the MTU versus the MCU yeah. are so separated except for Coulson yeah Coulson and Maria are kind of the they like they do cameo stuff but they're not letting those two worlds collide because they don't want agents to interfere with what's going on with right and and that, that makes sense you know but at the same time though there are things that happen on agents that uh has has a bearing on the well movie yeah well world. well and, and, vice stuff, versa. and vice versa because they even talk about the accord yeah uh, in this one and they talk, they talk about, about ultron yeah they talk about ultron so all of it is still there like they're connected because they happen in the same in the same time frame in the same universe right but they're not connected as in you're going to see one character going to the show going to the tv show to the to the movies other than Coulson probably. Yeah. And even with him, it's only going to be cameos from now on. And, and those people, and the people that say, say bad things about the show, like, Oh, they're just saying that just to, just to make, make it some kind of connection just so you, ha- you, they can say that they did, but eh. it doesn't mean anything. They didn't have to put that in there. Well, they did because that's, that's, yeah. that explains what Coulson and Mac are doing. Yeah. Coulson and Mac are flying around finding other inhumans to make sure that they understand that their response, their responsibility to the accord. Yeah. And if they don't do it, then they, then they get imprisoned. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, I, that's 100% civil war right as there. As somebody that's watched it from day one and, yeah. and not missed an episode. Yeah. I, I'm totally down with this show, and and I firmly believe that everything that happens on this show has a bearing on what happens in the movie version, and vice versa. Um, and if you don't, if you don't like it, if if you disagree with me, that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> um, another show, but he's right. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, now we jump to Wednesdays. American Horror Story. All right. Do we want to go with that one, or do we want to go the other show? Uh, let's go the other show first. Let's okay. go save American Horror Story, because there's so much to talk oh, about. Oh, there's so that. much shit I can talk about both these shows. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, so we're going with Empire first. <laughs> now, and I'm, Corey, the whitest of white, watching Empire. I can only imagine that conversation. <laughs> now, now, here's my history with the show. I've seen just about every episode, begrudgingly. I have Hold not... Hold on. Who forces you to watch this? My wife. My wife. <laughs> Here's the thing. She likes the show. She likes Terrence Howard. What? Yeah, I know. As little John would say? I know. <laughs> I know you don't like him. Oh, my God. That man makes me mad. I watched the first episode going, okay, I'll watch. This was, you know, when it first aired. I'm like, this show is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so... The the dialogue is terrible. The acting is over the top. The actions are... It's ridiculous. So, I end up... It's either go upstairs and 
and find something else to watch or sit there and play on my phone while it while it plays on TV and she watches yeah. and I and I make snarky remarks during the entire day. <laughs> that's what's happened for the last what two seasons yeah. now? Are we on season <laughs> We're on three? season three, yeah. Yeah. That's what's happened ever since then. And it does not get any smarter. This show is getting so, dumber and fucking okay. dumber. So I, I disagree with you on that, obviously. I'm, I'm sure. Obviously. <laughs> Um, as, do, as do millions of people that watch us on a weekly basis. Because <laughs> it's still around three seasons in. Exactly. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a soap opera. I mean, it's, it's, if you ever watch any soap opera ever, it's all over the top. It's all overactive. Yeah. It's all just ridiculous writing. It's all stupid. I know something. I'm not going to tell anybody else. But if I told them, it would solve all the problems. But I'm just going to keep it to myself. That's every soap opera ever created. And all this is, is a nighttime soap opera. Yeah. And if you remember and look true. at it that way, it makes it easier to watch. Because I also believe that there are certain things in this, in this show that just piss me off. And I'm like, I'm not watching this anymore. And then it comes on, I watch it again. And it happens again. But there's just little pieces. There's stories in this thing that I love Jamal's story and his his fight and like how strong he is when he needs to fight against Lucius. He gets like this spine of steel and he just wants Adam. But then he breaks down every time. And that's that's when I get mad at him. Dinner with him at the end of the episode. Because the bottom line to it for him is he's all about his family. Like for him, it doesn't matter what's happened. He he always forgives his family in the end because they're family. And he loves all of them differently, but he loves all of them and he doesn't want to see his family fall apart. And unfortunately, he to me is the glue that binds that family together. Because if you if you think about it, so Lucius just fucks with everybody. Um, ugh, fucking little brother. I, I, can't, I can't get his I name don't remember their names. Okay, so Jamal and Dre. Jamal is taking care of Dre. Whenever Dre goes off, Jamal is the one that goes and finds him and helps him come back to 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 gain some semblance of of his sanity. Whenever little brother takes off, he's the one that goes and gets him and brings him back. He's literally the glue that holds that entire family together. And when it comes down to it, he's the one that takes all the brunt of everything that happens and tries to make things work out. So his story is probably the best one in there. They, I don't like the way they deal with the. I don't have to deal with schizophrenia myself or bipolar disorder in my life, but I just feel like there's a lot of shit that they just seem to be making like. You knew it was coming in that episode. Of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Most definitely. Oh, definitely. I knew. I knew Ghost Ronda was going to pop up and just yeah. fuck his day up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this dude's been fucked up since. Oh, and my, if, the oh, first if, you, if you haven't watched yet, Ronda's dead. Yeah, which is <laughs> like she got hit in the head with a Chucky, a good guy hammer and fell five stories onto a truck. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, seriously, she she fell off. She fell off the building. It's in front of many people. And then the next day, it's like, oh, I got I got oh. these guys coming in. Let's, you know, oh, it was, let's it talk was, business. It was it's like they totally forgot about it. It's like there's no funeral. No, there was no funeral. Like, what did they do with her? Did we? Now, see, here's the thing. You could always, you could always say, "Well, they just didn't show that. There was nothing for them to. There was, they did. There's no time frame. Yeah, there's nothing there that says, okay, three, four, five, six, seven, eight days later, we had a funeral for this woman. There's nothing. There's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you go from her dying in one scene to the next, to the next day, or well, you assume the next day there, he's Lucius has got guys flying in by helicopter and they're playing cards. It's like, <laughs> hi, it was a boat. Did, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a it's, boat. <laughs> it's like it's like we don't even care. Yeah, she died, but who cares? But you know what? That's Lucius. Like, and and, and there's but nobody else gave a shit either. Well, well, you don't. The only see one that gave a shit was the guy that was married to her. Right. Everybody else is like, Oops, sorry about your wife, dude. <laughs> 
So I know she died in front of us, but uh, sorry. The, the, the series of events, and it starts off like literally minutes after it ended, which I like that. Like I, I like when shows just yeah. kick off right with the end. And you have Lucius and everybody pouring out of the freaking wedding hall. He's married to his son's baby's mama, and his his son this? runs off. Who's well? It, the first fucked up part is that he's having she's having a kid with his ex stepmom. Yeah. So either way. Like that baby is his grand stepdaughter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it hurts my ridiculous. head to think about it. This is, and this is why I say this show is fucking ridiculous. But it's it's that's the ridiculousness is what's enjoyable about it. The the entertainment value for it. So the music is good. Like I like the music that they do, and in a lot of his original compositions for for oh the shows. God. Like what was it? Season one that drip drop drip <laughs> drip drippity drop. Oh my god! I was about to stab my ears out. <laughs> Dude, that that was fire. What are you talking about? No, it was fire. It was burning my ears. It was so fucking horrible. <sighs> and then, and then, of course, my wife has to, has to as it goes to commercial. She starts doing it just to irritate me. I'm like, oh my god, it was bad enough. Oh, dude, I, I would have loved TV. to have heard her doing that. Oh my god, <laughs> I think I'm gonna record her doing it just so I can play as a drop on you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but no. the, so, the only the only song that actually has been decent was the one that Jamal did. Uh, in this episode, when Exhibit came in and he and, oh, he, yeah, changed, yeah. and he changed the uh, changed the the beats, yeah, I was like, okay, that's not that and bad. He, all I kept thinking Still was kind it, of annoying. The but. only thing that I could think the entire time watching that when Should Night Shine walks in because that's oh yeah, like, you know. So I, he walks in and he's like, he, he starts talking shit about his music and everything, beats up his engineer, his uh, his sound tech, and then the next day everyone's like, all right, yeah, just let him in. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes in, he does a song, which it was good. Like the, the, what he did was was really good. My problem with the whole thing was like, okay, nobody like all this stuff happens, and everybody's just like, all right, well, we'll just keep rolling with it, and they do. But then my problem with this episode was um, the uh, when he does his freedom song for Frida. When uh, Jamal sings, he did when they're practicing oh. the song, and the girls in the background, like in his shadows, yeah, 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 yeah. and he starts free. He like they rhyme or uh, Philando with Orlando. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's in there. Like they start talking about Trayvon, all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, I understand the whole point. It's it's a, it's a quote unquote black show, and they want to throw some stuff in there, the current whatever. But how are you going to mix the police brutality fight argument? hullabaloo with black on black crime hullabaloo in one in one song because yeah. the whole song is about freeing Frida Gatz who shot him for no good reason because if she was going to shoot somebody she should have shot Lucius which oh my lord I wish he had done that now hold let's pause right there for a second that was another storyline that just we just jumped time well yeah but because she shot him and then and then, like the next episode, he's out of the hospital already. He's fine. Well, no, no. well, she didn't hit him. She didn't part. hit him anywhere really uh, that bad. No, she got him. In the, she got him in the side meat, and you know you can get shot straight through there and just plug it up. But the time frame for that actually was a couple days. He was in the hospital. Then he was in the hospital another day. And then by the third or fourth day, they they were wheeling him out to take him home to. For rich people can be convalesced at home. They get doctors and everybody else will come to them. So I guess so. But um, by the time it all comes around again, it's been you know it's obviously been months since all this happened because she's been tried and convicted. She's in jail, and um, 
I guess Lucius was supposed to go to her aid for, for her legal counsel or something and didn't do it. So she got convicted and he's pissed at him about that. And now he's trying to get her freed because he knows the only reason why she shot him was because he was mad at his, at her, at his dad. It's, it's like that whole thing is just, yeah, yeah. It blows your mind because yeah. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense as to why they like, they don't do something like he's, I understand he, he likes her. He really, he feels something. He feels a kindred spirit to her for some reason. I'm not quite sure what it is, but, he wants her freed, even though she shot him. But mixing those two things, like, I just, I don't understand why they would do that. When he got, when he started having these flashbacks or whatever it was. Oh, it's PTSD? He, yeah. That made a lot of sense to me, though. When he, but when he left the stage and Lisa. she started to come to the floor, I go, oh, here yeah. it is. Nessa jumps up yeah. there and, like, you takes the mic. should this was coming. I should have seen this coming. <laughs> why did I not? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, God. This... And, of course, Lucius takes it, like, the worst way possible. Oh, my God, you let her do that. Now she, now he's got leverage on me. Like, no, he doesn't. Just don't let her do it again. It's his song. He wrote it. He was supposed to perform it. She stole it. It's yeah. not like she has any rights to it. Just don't let her have it. Yeah. Tell her you can never sing that song again, and it's over. Yeah. Like, you know what you attribute that to? What? Bad writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also have, we, we didn't talk oh, okay. about yes, um, the... Uh, the family reunions that were happening throughout the entire episode. So the three sisters are together drinking wine. Yeah, and, I, uh, I didn't pay attention. That <laughs> so that whole part, let me let me go into that. That whole part, the sisters get together every once in a while and they talk like they actually like each other, even though I don't think Cookie likes either one of them. She just deals with them because they're family. And that's the biggest thing for them is to keep their family uh, you know, around. So <clears throat> they're all talking about things, you know, past and all this stuff. And then they start bringing up uh, Lucius's step uh, half-brother, which I can't remember his name right now at all, uh, the, the Fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he starts bringing up his half-brother, and they start talking about him like so obviously. I'm like, all right. So they're wearing wires is what I thought. I, I was like, oh, they got wires on. They're trying to get her to say something yeah. to incriminate Lucius. And then she gets up and realizes, she's like, y'all are talking way too much about this dude. And she goes to leave, and he's standing in the hallway. I'm like, really? This guy, he's operating outside of his purview as a, as, oh, as a Fed, obviously. Most, most likely, and especially when you see at the end of the show uh, the, the oh, don't skip camp. the dinner. Uh, don't skip that. the dinner. The dinner was awesome. It was like a, it was like he, it was like he was on Comedy Central, dude. He was roasted all <laughs> <laughs> until until Jamal pulls a bee rabbit and roasts himself. Yeah, <laughs> and then pulls the. He'll talk about my mama. <laughs> I was dying, dude, the whole time. I don't, I don't understand why he was even there in the first fucking place. Because Lucius, is, Lucius was trying to bribe him. He's trying, to like, look, you know, I can give you all kinds of money. You can be part of this family. You don't have to do this to us. You just call it off, and you I'll take care. You of You don't do that. You don't. If you're gonna bribe somebody, not that I've ever had that experience, you don't do that in front of other people. Dude, you know that he knows for a fact this dude is doing this shit outside of his legal. You well, know, yes, but you don't do it in yeah. front of anybody else. Lucius does whatever he wants. He thinks he, he's above the law, so he's gonna do it to whoever and wherever he wants because he thinks that they can't do anything about it and he's not there in in a legal capacity he's not there as a fed he's invited to a family meal and as soon as it goes to trial and they find out that he's actually family they're gonna have a mistrial anyway because they're gonna say that it's all it's it's out of spite because he made it and he didn't and you know that kind of thing here's the thing i want to go back to the nanny cam (laughs) that is the dumbest fucking scene i can't figure out how many got it in there that's the first part. How did he get that in there? Because you know there's people all over that place yeah. that would have seen him. Yeah. Even if the family wasn't there. Right. Because they've got butlers, they've got whoever. Also, so I did I did have one thought as to when he could have gotten it there. When he went to see her in the hospital. 
Because you went to see her in a hospital and has a, a, a bear. It's like, here's with the baby. You okay. should tell me what happened. Okay. You know, I can see that's that the happening. only thing I could see. I can see that happening. I'm pretty sure you know it was an nanny cam, though, when you picked it up. Probably. It's not soft. <laughs> um, but Lucius talking to the baby, like he's just having this regular conversation yeah. and basically giving himself away. Who the fuck? I don't does think he that? actually said anything that gave himself away. I was I rewatched that scene to see if he actually said anything to like incriminating, and he did, he skirted on a couple things, but he didn't actually say anything. Yeah, but who directly. does that? Lucius, he ain't got nobody else to talk to. Nobody else likes Lucius. I hate Lucius. <laughs> I hate Lucius. I hate Terrence Howard. Right. I was going to say, you hate Terrence Howard, so <laughs> you're biased there. But in general, I do and greatly enjoy this show. As much shit as it can be talked about it. And the funny part is, I know everyone that, I know that a lot of people that really like this show end up talking the same shit about it that I do. But we still watch it every freaking week, so. Um, the, last, the last show we're going to talk about is also on Wednesday nights, um, and that is American Horror Story. Oh. Okay, so I have seen every single episode of American Horror Story since it started. My son is now catching up on every single episode of American Horror Story, and I think he's I think he's in uh, what do you say? He's in uh, the Coven right now. Okay, um, I think he's got four more episodes of the Coven to go. My favorite season right now is uh, is uh, Freak Show. That was my that was ultimately my favorite one so far. I teeter between that one and the first season. Yeah, well, the first season it's gonna have something special there because it's so new and weird and, right. and and like awesome. But which I still is why think, which is why I still put it up yeah, there at the top. I think that they like surpassed themselves with Freak Show um, because they not only obviously they use the same characters on every season. They just give them different things. It's different time frames every season so that you can have the believability of this is the same person but in a different time. So it could technically be there's, a different person. There's a lot. There's there are subtle crossovers yes, as well too, like Pepper in in Freak Show, right? Where they throw her all the way back to Asylum, right? Which is actually a number of years prior. Yeah. And then like the, those stories are so like the way they intertwine them and still have them be. You have a different character playing another character in another flashback. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so if, cool. if you're not paying attention, it can get a little confusing at yeah. times. Um, this one starts out the in the first episode. We're on. We're, we've gotten through two two episodes yes. so far. Yeah, we have to cover two. Yeah, um, with the first episode, you start out and it's like uh, the talking head because um, you realize that it's like one of those uh, shows from like Sci Fi Channel or yeah, whatever, where yeah. there's all these reenactments. And I, as soon as that happened, I go, oh. Fuck! <laughs> you thought that was a dead, that was a downfall. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I seriously was like, I already hate the season, <laughs> and it had only been five minutes. Yeah, I'm like, this is this so is so quick go. to judge. Yeah, yeah, because because I hate it. I don't I don't like watching those shows. You don't like actual with. actual reenactment shows. No, I hate them because they're so bad. That's now, my mindset on found footage films. And now you're gonna sit there and make an entire season. Based on a reenactment. But you like found footage films. Not all the time, no. Uh, I didn't like Blair Witch. Remember that. Well, that's true. Still, there's been a number of found footage films that you are very good, that you very like a lot. Uh, the only one was Chronicle. VHS? It was all right. Yeah, see? I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was all right. It's, but it's not like it's this. It's weird. But the found footage films are different than reenactment shows. Yes, that's true. Yeah, and those are so, when they're on TV, they're so over the top, it's annoying. And I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna have a full season of this, uh, and then we find out the reenactment for uh, the main black character in the show, the husband, uh, is Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, 
I was like, wow. It's cracked me up. <laughs> wow. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah. Uh, well, they pull some people in. They, they've had some pretty good cameos. It's, it's almost like while well, he was in that OJ show yeah. that was on on F, was it on USA or was it on FX? I want to say I, it was on FX. I think it was on FX, which is American Horror Story. Right. So it's like, hey, I'll do this if I can be on American Horror right. Story. <laughs> I don't know if that's really what happened. Uh, but here's what's funny: you find out uh, also in that episode that his sister is played by Angela Bassett, yes. who we've seen in previous, in previous seasons. Episodes, yep. Okay, so that's no surprise. But think about this, and I tweeted this out. And Boys in the Hood, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s mom was played by Angela Bassett, <laughs> and now she's playing his sister. Wow. Well, that's what happens when he got out of the hood. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and, and, and then this, and Gooding, along with her character in the second episode, uh, she, gets, she, uh, she, she gets her, her daughter yeah, for the weekend. Well, let's 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 rewind a little bit. Okay. So the first episode, um, we have we we find out that this couple, um, they're a mixed couple. Um, they love each other immensely. They're hated by all of their friends because of how much they love each other and how great their their relationship is. Um, until they're walking down the street and this stupid thing that is an actual thing that happens that's been happening in real life, th- a knockout. He gets knocked out and it's an initiation and sometimes just a prank that people play on people walking down the street. They just walk up and hit them as hard as they can. If they knock them out, then they're in or the prank goes well, which this drives me absolutely nuts because I'm telling you, someone tries that shit on me. <laughs> it's going to be an issue. But that's something that's been done a number of times in a number of different shows. There's been, um, I think, the uh, what's the FBI one um, where they have the, the profilers. Yeah. They've done it with they've done it with that. They've done it with a number of other shows. But he, they knock him out. He breaks his orbital socket. He ends up in the hospital for a certain amount of time. They decide they're not safe there, so they move back to his hometown, um, or they move back to his home state, I should say, it was North Carolina, um, and decide to start their life there. And they find this old ass house in the woods, which ridiculous. Like I went walking into that place, I'd have been like, nope, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get that. It's like. This was so beautiful. No, it's fucking creepy. A, Have you never seen Amityville Horror? Have you never seen Exorcist? Have you never seen any of those And it shows? looks like those houses. Every yes. one of them. And, no, and then, then, like, look, this looks like an old plantation house. Okay, it first does. of all. And that thing is a mansion. It's huge. Yeah. And they only wanted $24,000 for it. So right there... Starting bid twenty four thousand dollars. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm out because something something's buried underneath of this place. There's gonna be a poltergeist situation. I'm out. And there's only two of them. Yeah. You don't need that big of a house for the two of right. y'all. Right. I don't Come care on. if you are making a family. <laughs> Jeez. And this, this. And the only other bidders are a bunch of hillbillies that live in the woods behind your house. One Come of them played on. by Chaz Bono. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't notice. That. I didn't notice that either until I was reading through tweets and they and they said that, uh, that one of them was Chaz Bono. Son of a bitch! Now I'm gonna go back and look. Yeah, and see. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the one that was talking. It was, <coughs> there were there were three of there them. There was the one standing by the back of the truck. Yeah, it was standing by the truck. That makes um, sense. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna show up again. But uh, but yeah, and and then she starts having. He goes away yeah. because he's a traveling salesman. Which are there really traveling salesmen anymore? He's not. A tra- he's he's not a traveling salesman. He's a pharmaceutical rep. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's plenty of those. Okay, yeah, I know. Um, I don't know why. I and he, and he was salesman. only going to the city, which is two hours outside of where they live. So this means they're in Podunk Town. Oh yeah, they're in Bumblefuck. Where <laughs> the hell did they find this place? That's what I'm telling you. Like she must have been on like uh, like backwoods, like Craigslist, <laughs> and it had a hot tub. Because <laughs> because true. he leaves, it did. she sits out in the hot tub. It's like, 
Wait a minute. This place. How long is this? This house has had to have been sitting here for years. Well, and it's got a hot tub that's clean. Other people, other people have lived there. They don't know any of the backgrounds behind it, and Those it wasn't. Pe- it wasn't a modern hot tub. Well, you find out. You find out in the second episode that there was a guy living there, and I believe it was the dude that used to be on True Blood, but I can't be sure because <laughs> he had a beard. Um, but he was living there. He had he wasn't using that hot tub. He was still living there. Um, I'm sure he didn't clean the hot tub. When they it. moved in, he was still living there. If you think about the way they track this whole thing, okay. So um, when you get to the point where they think, when they they find like the the, the creepy ass. Okay, hold on. I'm going I'm going way too fast. So <clears throat> you yeah the the daughter shows up. They they invite the daughter comes over to stay with him for a little while. Um, the father, uh, she, they, the father comes to pick her up and she's hiding upstairs in that top badass, like that top room up there. Yeah. Like I would live in a house like that, not that house, yeah. but the design of that house is awesome. Cause that top room is pretty cool. They go up the spiral stairs and they find her hiding inside of a, uh, inside of a, a, a storage closet. Um, and inside Very of that storage closet. Very reminiscent of paranormal activities. Yes. And that storage closet, the daughter is sitting in there talking to somebody. They open the door, and she's like, where'd she go? And you're like, who? And they're like, the girl in the funny dress. And she's like, what girl in the funny dress? She's like, the one that I was trying to bargain not to kill us all. And she's like, what? She's like, I was trying to give her my baby doll so she wouldn't kill us. And they said they're going to save me for less. And the father blames the mother for this. Yeah. And tears off downstairs, takes off with the daughter, which throws her over the edge. She starts drinking again. Yeah. Now, this is all after what she had... Um, a bunch of people show up in their house. Some something dragged her underneath the water in the hot tub. She heard a noise in the house. Um, there was this is, the, this is not Angela Bassett's character. Yeah, no, this is just what's happened at the house, mostly yeah. to the wife. Uh, the pig noises outside and the strange things out there. Men with torches outside the house. Them getting locked in the basement and coming out. And there's the whole after watching a TV. No, hold you. Don't forget about what they saw in the basement. Was the TV comes on and it's some dude like praying or begging for his life oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and then then <laughs> then you got blair witch going yeah. on up above when they come out i'm like are you guys really taking every possible trope of horror that's happened in the past 12 years and yeah. putting it into this show they do that with every season yeah though. it's crazy <laughs> so, i mean i mean seriously in and the one you liked in the uh in the freak show one there was actually an entire scene that is taken right from the the movie freak uh freaks yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, this show is not um, it doesn't have a problem stealing stuff yeah. from other things and then calling it an homage. Right. Um, which I'm guilty <laughs> of, of it myself in writing, but that's not the point. My shit hasn't been seen. This one's on national TV. Um, so they're, they're more guilty than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're seeing all, all, all sorts of stuff. And, and like with the the uh, the pig head, yeah. you know, that's taken from Motel Hell. And I'm sure there's some other movies out there as well, too, that did, did the same thing. So it's like they're just taking all this shit and just throwing it in a blender. Yeah. We already mentioned Paranormal Activity as well, too. And... Fuck it, you can call it Amityville horror as well too. Yeah, because she's like the knives in the ceiling, and that was paranormal activity, <laughs> right? I think. I think they did it on that too. Uh, it's just like, oh my god, they're throwing it all at us, all and they're throwing it all at them, and it drives them insane. Her more so, the wife more so. What is her name? What is the wife? Who's the wife in it? Um, I can't remember the, the her name. actress. Yeah, Sarah Paulson. Okay, so she say, plays the reenactment actress. Yes, and then that's what uh, I'm talking about. That's what I'm okay. talking about. The reenactment. Act. Now, the, the, the actual people that it's supposed to happen to, I don't even consider them part of the story. No, <laughs> you see them for like, uh, you know, maybe a minute and a What's half. What's funny though is Angela Bassett's the sister. Did right. they did they have somebody else playing Angela Bassett? Yeah. Who I didn't. I, I thought yeah. it was the same one. And I don't remember where I've seen her before, but I've seen her before. She looks just things. like her though. 
She yeah, she looks similar to it. Just probably so the one. They're they're talking like they're she's they're they're trying to figure out what's going on. They see a little girl outside their window, and Sarah Pulse is like, "Do you see her?" And Cuba's like, "Yeah, I see her." Because this is the first time they've actually seen things together. Like every time something right. happens, it happens separately. Like he had the hallucination of the of the old woman being killed down in the parlor, and then writing mur- the M on the wall. Um, which we have no idea what's going on with that until they see the little girl standing out in the in the in the yard and they go out there to try to find her and they find a trap door. Now this is what I've this is what I've stitched together from this. They go down there, they find that video camera. Yeah. Okay. They bring it back, they hook it up to their TV. Which luckily enough they had the connections for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm surprised that I didn't. That is a very old uh, VHS recorder. Yeah. And so luckily they had the wires connected up. They watched the video and you see that it's the guy that she saw them scalping in the woods. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Okay. So that means that guy was living down in that basement circa when they moved in. Because yeah. they found him and they were chasing him down and they caught him. And that was only like two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is after they moved in. So between the first and second episode. So that dude was literally, he was probably one of the, he was probably walking around their house in the middle of the night because it was his house. But then he said he sold the house, but he didn't move. He's like, uh, Hugh Hefner tried to do this. He wanted to sell his house, and but he's like, I'm, I'm still going to live here. <laughs> um, the contract says that out. I have to live here until I die, Yeah, <laughs> even if it's in your house. But uh, And I get to use the grotto um, whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> or, or should I say the DNA pool? <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to clone anybody in Hollywood, just dip some water out of that oh, thing geez. and pour it in a Petri disc, and you could probably make anybody this weird oh. amalgamation of every superstar ever created. Oh. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. The gelatinous ooze that would come from that. God, that water would not pour out. It would just kind of like <laughs> ooze out. That's so gross. Um, but yeah, so they 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 watch this video and they see what what's been happening. Um, and it, and Sarah Paulson's character finally bones the fuck out. She's like, "I'm out of here." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smartest thing you've done, done that like a long time ago. I would have done that the first day. I would have never bought that house. Right. <laughs> I would have known better. If I've got three rednecks trying to bid on something and they're giving me the evil eye the entire time, if I win, they're probably going to kill me <laughs> if the ghost inside don't. I'm out of here. Yeah. And so, they're like, we're going to lose all of our money. You only spent $30,000 on that house. Who gives a shit? I'd point. lose the 30000 at that point. Yeah. I'd be done. I'd call it a loss and get out. <laughs> Be but, like, look, sell this for fifteen. We'll take that. I'm gone. Yeah, I don't care. You know, it's <laughs> and like, the bank dude is like, nope, sorry. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there are laws that say they have to let them know that there's been a murder in that house. I'm almost positive uh, that there are actual real estate laws that say they have I'm to. I'm not tell people sure that. about that. I'm not sure they have to divulge that. I think they do. I could be wrong. We need to look that up for next episode. I'm. Not, I could be wrong. I want to know. Um, but. But yeah, it's like even when you go back to the bank guys say, okay, we want to sell the house, putting it back up on the market, yeah. and get out. Yeah. That's it's, all they got to do. They have money. They're not, they're not stuck there. No, not yeah, at all. You're going to take a hit on the house, but hey, you're still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're still a pharmaceutical rep. You have money, go. But, <laughs> but she, she ends up leaving and accidentally uh, hits Kathy Bates, Yeah, who, who we've seen in previous uh, seasons as well, too. 
And uh, so she and of starts. Of course, she's the the mom of the Satanists people. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what what's going like. on yet with that one. Um, she ends up trying to follow him, and the whole time she's yelling "Hello!" and she's got her flashlight going around. Hi, Look. here's an idea. It's dark. You just hit some lady you can't find anymore, right. and you come up on some burning uh, uh, torches. Turn your light out. Yep. Turn around. Yep. Walk the fucking other way. Look for the lights on the car because they were still on. So here's my problem. I'm driving down the road. I'm scared to fuck. I hit something. I stop. I get out because it's a responsible thing to do. Don't don't run off. Try to find what you hit. Make sure it, maybe it was just an animal. Maybe you're all right. Okay. She figures out it was a person because the bitch gets up and looks at her, walks into the woods. At that point, that bitch is fine. All I'm right. out. You're cool. I'm <laughs> like, out. I'll call it. I'll call the ambulance on the way to wherever the hell I'm heading. But I'm heading that way, and I'm gone. I'll say, yeah, she's in the woods somewhere. It's like, look, I hit some bitch, and she got up and walked into the woods, and I could not find her. I'm just letting you know it was about mile marker, what the hell ever, next to my house. Um, call me when you find her. I'll I'll come in. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ID her, and then I will leave because <laughs> that bitch ain't right. So. That cop pisses me off too. Like that cop. That cop knows what's going on. Oh in that yeah, town. he's fully in and on he this. knows what's happening, and he's that, not doing jack about horror, it. If I were them, tro- yeah, no, it is. That's a horror trope in itself. Absolutely. I mean, the co- the cops knows what, but he's playing stupid. Yeah, that happens in every mo- in every horror movie that are set in small towns. You pick one up off the shelf, it's gonna happen. In As you call the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I guess. I guess. FBI wouldn't necessarily be in on it, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I'm not thinking they be. would be. They, if they've got deep roots, it could be. Yeah. Um, so, is there anything else in there that you? Oh man, it's like there's so much in there. Oh, oh, so she she kidnaps her kid. We forgot about that. Oh yeah, she kidnaps her kid, and the kid disappears completely. Yeah. So there's a problem there because yeah. uh, as as they're they're and again. You know there's weird shit going on in this house. Why would you, Why would bring you the kid? take her to another room yeah. that you've seen shit happening in and yeah. leave her there by herself un- unsupervised? I did want there was one other thing I wanted to mention about uh, the, the 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 murder thing on the wall. Yeah. I wondered my thought my first thought was when they said that they didn't finish it because there was the R was missing. I was like, what's Cuba's sister's name? And yeah. I thought it was gonna be her that was, but it wasn't. I'm thinking, but see, I was off on I'm thinking back that they're going to swing this back around to asylum somehow because it's a time frame. Oh, true. Think, think, think about what that whole that whole time frame looked like, and that time, like those nurses, and everything is yeah. going to swing back to asylum somehow. I'm not sure how, but I know it will. But my other thing was like, little girl, lesson number one: when you're sitting in a closet talking to a ghost that's told you she's going to kill you. And save you for last. Don't go play with the little girl in the woods. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Like, I'm going to tell like, well, this, kids this, are this, stupid. N- <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no. I'll See, clarify for those, for those kids that may be listening. <laughs> kids in horror films are stupid. Because yeah. that would be my first thing. That's why, that's why my, my, my drive to survive would say, I'm not playing with you. I'm staying right here. You come in here to me. So at least everyone will hear what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, this... this I, I, I'm not sold on this show. Um, it, my history with the show is I quit watching halfway through the Asylum season. Uh, got bored with it. There was too many fucking storylines going on. And I and it was just like, this is ridiculous. Pick a storyline and stay with it. Um, I think I may have missed a couple couple episodes in one of the, other, in one of the later seasons. Did you finish Freak, Freak Show? I think I, think I finished okay. it, yeah. 
Um, but o- overall, it's just like it's starting to. I'm I'm glad it's the last season. Hotel was a really big elephant that I had to take down piece by piece. I liked, like I liked Hotel. Oh, it was it was it was rough because I mean it was it was The Shining. Yeah, and and well, I like The, the Shining. Here's but... the thing: a lot of that stuff is based on something that really happened. I think it was in Chicago. There was a guy that bought the hotel yeah. and he died in the hotel, and and that's where a lot of those stories were taken from, like the like the girl dying in the bathtub. Mm. Uh, that was that really did happen, mm. and I and I believe it was in that hotel. Uh, so they took some stuff from there. So I give that season a little a little credit. I give you know, um, but uh, there were some things that I was just like I didn't really care I about. Just, I, I but don't... Evan Peters killed it in that season. I, it was just like oh, I was like. Um. Um, it's so hard to do, dude. Yeah. It was so hard. That's what they say you have to do. If you're gonna eat an elephant, piece by piece. So those are all the shows that we watched this week that either premiered or, in the case of American Horror Story, premiered uh, the week before. Uh, we do have a couple. Uh, there's a couple other ones that have not premiered yet. Um, out of those, what are you looking forward to? Um, honestly, Arrow and Flash are two huge ones for me. Yeah. Um, Supergirl is another one. I'm very interested to see how they how they do uh, her now. They switch her over, and that they're putting Superman in it. So I'm kind of interested to see how that goes. Not to mention Arrow and Flash and Supergirl are like my wife's like, my wife. a number one TV shows that I will never be able to not watch. So. I think with Supergirl now, I haven't seen the first season yet. Um, because, oh really? Yeah, it was on because it was on CBS. My son I, hates it. I yeah. I'm okay with it for its its for its comic book value i i saw the trailer and i thought this looks like um a teeny uh, uh, something for teens and uh, 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 cw show which yeah. it now it's on cw go figure um but i'm just like i don't know about this one and i think it was on what was it on thursday night i think so it's so- it's 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 i think this season because they've switched it over to cw they're gonna do they're gonna make it a little bit harder i could see, like I, it was kind of cream puff say. to me before I think that I think having not seen the first season, I think it's be but knowing how Arrow and Heroes of Tomorrow and Flash, oh, that's are, the other one, Heroes of Tomorrow. I think I think that they're going to end up making it a little bit more darker, bringing that universe into this universe, yeah. and because this universe is already somewhat dark, I think I think you're going to see it toned down with with Flashpoint happening. Um, basically, what. The, the the whole storyline everything is up for reset. Yeah, again, I'm I'm a I'm a big comic book geek. Flashpoint is one of my favorite stories when it comes to to, to DC, um, and that reset is going to allow them to do a lot of stuff with a lot of things that I think it'll be interesting. But unfortunately, I heard that Flashpoint is only kind of like the onset of the season. Yeah, it's not, it's not like going to run through, season. which is fine because um, if they really had if they really went where they went with Flashpoint, it would be really hard to to, to watch, but. Um, I think that it's going to give them the ability to make um, to make Supergirl a little bit of a not not her darker, but give her more of a, a an edgy enemy base and and allow them to do a little bit more. I don't know how I feel about the Superman thing though. I'm kind of on the fence about that whole thing. Did they announce who's going to play him? Yeah, they they it's out there. I forgot who okay. it was, but he's. Um, I he's wish they really... would have brought in uh, one dude back from Smallville. Yeah, my wife does too. I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, he it won. would have made some good sense. Yeah, but... it, w- it would have been. I mean, but they're always had, bringing characters. You back had that... her. You had Supergirl in Smallville, and it would have been kind of weird. 
I think true, because true, you true. also had Arrow and Kid Flash yeah. and all those in there too. So it's kind of a weird thing. And you, you know, I don't think they could get away with doing it again yeah, quite I, the same way. But I think I think this is a whole new DC universe. You, Smallville obviously is not part of it, so having him come on as Superman yeah. would would just confuse people, even though it really shouldn't. Well, if no, and he's he is Tom Welling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To. I'm thinking he's. It, why am I thinking that he's in one of these shows as somebody? No, I don't think so. They may they, I, they may be rumored that he's there's going to. somebody I can't remember who it was, and my wife will answer this question for me like in in ten point two seconds flat. Um, there's somebody from Smallville in one of the one of the, the four shows. I can't remember who it was, and I think that it's Supergirl. I'll know next week. I'll have okay. to ask her. But um, yeah, I mean, and those those four are like a, a big push, and I think they're they're going to be a really good season. They're going to be really good seasons, and I think the Flashpoint paradox hitting all of those shows together is a really is going to be a really good tie in, and keeping it completely separate from what they're doing with the uh, with the DC uh, cinematic universe is is a good idea. I'm way behind on Arrow, so. Um, How far? Oh, I'm halfway through the first season. <laughs> You're not way behind. You're yeah. like quick, quick story on I need that. To give you the cliff notes. <laughs> I started watching it on Netflix. Got all the way done. Didn't realize that when I got done, they had only put out half the first season on Netflix. Yeah. So when it came for season two, then I happened to look back. I got caught up in different stuff, and when I went back, season two was released. But then wait. Oh, here's the second half of season one too. Yeah. So now I'm a season and a half behind, and I'm like, and I and I had other things going on. And you I better get to watching because oh jeez, I know I've this season is really going to gonna be brutal. Because what is this season four now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've got a long way to go, and that's with it being like 45 minutes without commercials. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a, it's, so, a, it's a tough one. So maybe by the end of the year, I'll have it all done. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I'll just ask redundant que- your, retarded your, questions. Your new your new elephant. <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, couple, I mentioned it and you had forgotten about it. Heroes of Tomorrow is one I'm looking forward yeah. to. Um, I don't know, but I'm I'm kind of mad about that show because my favorite character on there is Captain Cold, and the way they left it at the end of the season, yeah. him being gone, they better fucking bring him back, or I'm 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 gonna be pissed and I may be done. Yeah. If that character's not there, because he's one of my favorite characters. Though they are bringing back Jailbreak or Prison Break. What? So, prison break? Back? Oh yeah, you didn't know about that? No. Both of them were in it, and they brought it back because of how well they did on on uh, Heroes of Tomorrow. They were able to they were able to to talk them into uh, letting them do another. Please another tell me series. it's like a like it's one of those miniseries. It is. It's one of those. Okay, because the reason the show ended was because it got stupid. Well, and now you're going to bring it back because they're <laughs> doing good on another show. It's not that they got stupid. It's just that they 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 were they were trying to tie up every possible little loose end so that they could end it with everyone having a happily ever after. Even though they're criminals, you know, they shouldn't have happy endings. Um, they're not criminals. That's the point. Well, they were well, turned. They were made into criminals. Yeah. Well, as far as getting back to Heroes of Tomorrow, <laughs> as far as Captain Cole goes, my favorite character on that show and. Um, you know, I had watched when I was a kid, had watched uh, Superman of Friends and saw Captain Cold on that show, but didn't think anything of him. Yeah. Now, because of the way he's portrayed on uh, Heroes of Tomorrow, easily one of my favorite. Do DC. not watch his cartoon version. 
Oh, no. Under any circumstances, do not watch anything with him as a cartoon version because that cartoon version is nothing. They need to do what they did with with Nick Fury. They need to go back and recreate Captain Cold as Wentworth Miller yeah. in the comic books because that character, like, he has become that character. Yeah. Like, everyone looks at Captain Cold as that character, and they would be sorely disappointed if they read a comic book with Captain Cold in it. Yeah, the way he portrays that character is... Yeah, cold. Absolutely. He, I mean, he like his, his mannerisms, the way he talks, his cadence, like everything yes, is that perfect. is just that character now. So it's perfect. I, I love it. Um, uh, and and like you said, Flash is another show that I'm I'm looking forward to, uh, which look, is going to have some interesting things. Oh yeah, I mean they've already teased it's a Wally bunch West of stuff. And, oh. uh, Kevin Smith has, you know, as people already know, if you don't know, uh, he is directing another episode. Who he's also directing an episode on Supergirl yep. as well too, um, but uh, but he's actually you know tweeted out some things and put some stuff out there, some photos from the set, so you kind of get a little hint of what's going to happen, what what to expect. Yeah, I think he said this one's going to be more action packed than Lovey Dovey. Yeah, so uh, I mean hell, Tom, uh, not Tom Welling, but uh, Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies, he is going to be uh, a, a, apparently a reoccurring character on this yeah. season. The dad from from Smallville isn't he Kara's dad in the show? No, the dude, uh, the dad from Smallville is uh, John Schneider. Yes, who was on Dukes of Hazard. I don't know if he's on. God dang it! I get it's driving me nuts. I can't remember who the who the person is. I need to call a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I need to phone a friend. Would you, would you like to phone a friend? <laughs> That's my it's Regis. Driving me nuts. That's my Regis impersonation. But uh, I'll know next week. Just remind me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, is there uh, just as we wrap up here? Uh, are there any shows you just finished that? that we didn't talk about that we probably won't talk about for a while um power and, and i'm not sure if it's over but power is a really good show um, that's the show that is executive produced by 50 cent yeah, yeah yeah and he's he's in it um oh, he? oh yeah yeah he's a, he's actually a, ma- a major that? player it's really good believe it or not it's really good um and then the other one is ray donovan with yeah. Lee shriver oh i love that show it's it's such a guilty pleasure for me <laughs> I'm just about to uh, finish watching. Uh, I got to watch the last episode of Vice Principals on HBO. Oh, I did see that. I saw the end of that. Did you? Yeah. Did you watch the whole season? Yeah. So you watched. I saw, saw the, the whole season. season. Yeah. yeah. So you can't spoil that believe for me. It, we can spoil it for the listeners. Believe it or not, I heard. I, I heard the last season. Saw last that episode, episode and I saw that show, and I was like, I am not watching this because it does not look good at all. And then there were those times where you just like have nothing to watch, and it's like three o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "All right, I'll watch it." And then I got hooked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the characters are ridiculous. Danny, the storylines are just ridiculously stupid. the The characters in it are are ridiculous. It's a ridiculous show, but for whatever reason, I keep watching it. Danny McBride is great. I'll tell you who's also great is Walton Walton Goggins. Yeah, he's a he's awesome. He's such a strange dude in general. Yeah, like his characters that he plays that character are always it's like, so odd. A buddy of mine was like, "Is he is that character gay?" I'm like, "I don't think so." No, I think that's just the way he's portraying it. He's like metrosexual. He's just really, really yeah. metrosexual. Yeah, I, like it's he's he wants to look, you know. Titan and, and and done up all the time. And, you know, he's the kind of guy that gets mani and, and I and I can't help but think that some of those some of the characteristics that has is from uh, when he was on when he had his stint on Son of Sons of Anarchy playing uh, the transvestite. Yeah, it, was it transvestite? I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, I can't remember if it was just cross or what. Tiggs, Tiggs, yeah. uh, Tiggs, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we want to call it. Yeah. But yeah, no that that character like he's he's. He's a handful in this, and most definitely. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I got one more episode left to watch on that. It's a good uh, episode. We just started watching Narcos. If you have not seen that, <sighs> is have, it? Worth I, watching? We've watched one episode, and I tell you what, if 
I hadn't had other shit going on in this last week. I would have already binged it. binged it and had it had that first season. <laughs> oh, oh! How could we not fucking talk about it? Oh, along that lines, Marco Polo. Have you watched that? Have not. Marco Polo is good. Okay. It's good. I have I have a problem though with period pieces because I know that's set. In, you know, like it doesn't matter. It's good. Trust me. I, oh, there's 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 I, fighting. There's sex. There's there's like the, martial the arts. The problem there's... I have with it, and you know, obviously, Game of Thrones is sounds like it could be the same way, and why I have no issues with that, I don't know, but. It's just I have trouble relating to anything that's going on. Why? There's there's a bunch of white guys in it, a bunch of Spaniards. You're good. That's racist. It's, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when it's turned on you, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so that is the end of our show. Again, we thank you. Uh, and if you want to find us online, you can find me, Vic Miller, at MillerKing51 on uh, the interwebs, as well as online playing games, uh, mostly Blizzard games, at uh, Black and Angry on Xbox One and uh, online on uh, Battle.net. And you can find me at NKO Gonzo on Twitter and on Letterboxd D2. If you're on there, you can see what uh, see what I review as far as my movies, movie watching goes. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter as well, too. That's Miller Times Pod. Um, again, you can also hear for- us uh, every week on uh, the Showdown podcast. Yes. Uh, every Thursday, we have an episode coming up, either a Survivor Series or a Challenge. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we really enjoy doing that show, but we don't do anything about TV, and that's what led us to this profound Miller Times podcast. Yeah, and if you're listening on our showdown feed again, uh, we thank you for sticking around and listening to us carry on about TV. And uh, feel free to head over to iTunes or whatever other uh, whatever other platform that you listen to uh, and subscribe to us on there. And uh, you can also, if you have, if you want to email us, we do have an email address that is uh, slowly coming up on my phone. <laughs> it's Miller Times pod at gmail.com you can email us there and tell us about some of the shows you like we might talk about them yeah um and so again for vic i'm Corey. thank you for listening 